Welcome to the Desire to Dream podcast. I'm your host, Low Wilder. The vision of this podcast is to provide tools on how to become successful in your finances, business, leadership development, and much more. A little bit about me, I grew up in the hood, homeless at the age of 14. I made a choice not to become a product of my environment. And today, I am a successful businessman, community leader, and inspirational speaker. It is my desire to encourage and empower you to unlock your greatness. So tune in and enjoy the show. Hey, what's going on, everybody, man? Welcome back to another episode of the Desire to Dream podcast. It's your boy, Lowe Wilder. And look, man, it's just me today. It's just me. But I wanted to share something with you all today because I just came back from Chicago, Illinois, y'all. I was at the uh, 120 conference, Dr. Eric Thomas, who just got New York Times bestseller. And I was able to see individuals like Jamal King, the nine to five millionaire, um, and also Inky Johnson. And there were some new speakers that I was introduced to named Rory Vaden. He was someone who helped ET get on that New York Times best uh, selling list. And so, yeah, it was dope, man. It was fire, man. And, and I was able to go uh, and connect with a lot of the individuals who I've been growing and developing with for the last several months. I joined ET's program called Breathe University back in last, it's going up on the year. And let me tell y'all, this podcast, right? I had an accountability group that I was like, yo, my Q1 goal is to is to come out with the Desire to Dream podcast. Look, we're episode 27. So look, congratulations to you all who've been listening and, and chiming in. I know it's kind of awkward, right? Like I'm usually, I have a guest on, um, but yeah, man, I wanted to, to just really just kind of talk with you all uh, and share a little bit from the experience, but also a little bit more of my story. Um, uh, for those of you that know or don't know, uh, my story is real simple, right? I was homeless at the age of 14. My mom went to jail. I was the first in my family to graduate from high school to go on to college and get my college degree uh, from Hampton University. And I was able to get that on the Bill Cosby scholarship. A lot of people say, yo, how did you meet Dr. Bill Cosby? Really, he read about me in this news article. So when I was 17, 18 years old, I was working for an electric company. I was working for um, a housing authority and I was done playing football and I was, you know, saving up money, ready to go to college, uh, had several different universities that I was selecting. And so at the time, Bill Cosby uh, was being honored at the Basketball Hall of Fame. And so the Hall of Fame, which is in Springfield, Massachusetts, how, uh, shout out to my hometown, 413 uh, Springfield um, at this time. Uh, they, they were going to honor him at the Basketball Hall of Fame. Uh, Bill Cosby played for the Harlem Globetrotters. And so he wanted to honor uh, 12 young men who graduated from high school. Now, the Basketball Hall of Fame had just read this article about these two young men who had their own apartment in high school. And so he saw the story, reached out to the editors and to the newspaper and, re and got in contact with us, called me, right? Like, I'll never forget the day I was chilling. I was working in the housing authority and I got this phone call from the reporter and I answered the call and she's like, someone wants to talk to you. Okay, cool. Bill Cosby. <laughs> Get out of here. Like, not the, like, Dr. Like Bill Cosby, like the, from the Cosby show. So she puts him on the phone and it blew my mind, but it changed everything, right? So 
what ended up happening was I was on Good Morning America, Today Show, sharing my story. And that's kind of how I got into the speaking business. And so I didn't even know what I was, uh, you know, I wouldn't even say I got into uh, the speaking business. It was really a calling. Um, and I just became very passionate in helping others and always been a part of my, my story, right? But I go to this conference with this mindset of being open so that I can grow and be able to take it back into my world and share it, right? And so the uh, one of the biggest takeaways that I got was exposure. And um, I was able to listen to Jamal King, the nine to five millionaire, talk about exposure. So Jamal King talks about exposure. He talks about being exposed to a lifestyle so that you can gain the experience and then have a vision for that, right? So for a lot of you, you're probably thinking about like, you know, wanting to be successful in a business, wanting to be successful uh, in your education, right? I don't know what it is, but one thing that I, I do know is that man, exposure is important. I, I never forget uh, the time when I was able to, you know, see like a black man own his own home, right? He had a nice vehicle and he was working at a, in a career. At that time, it was something that I looked up to. And I was exposed to this lifestyle and I started to think, like, what about me? You know, like here I am, I'm sleeping on the floor. I'm sleeping in this house with 13 individuals. And I'm like, my mom's in jail. My father isn't around. And I'm like, yo, if I work hard, and I make the right decisions, like I can buy a home like this, I can have a career like this, I can drive in a truck like this. So it, it, it exposed me to the possibility of being able to create a life that was better than the life that I was living in. So at that point, I was like, locked in, you know, setting goals, like I want to graduate from high school, I want to graduate from college. I was like really interested in playing college football. Um, you know, it was one of my dreams to go play college football, which I did and be the first in my family to graduate from college and create a life and create a, a level of success. Right. So I can look back and say, yo, I didn't, you know, I didn't become a product of my environment and I really took advantage of the opportunities that I was given and kind of elevated my life. And so I was exposed to that life. The other takeaway that I got from the uh, ET program um, from this past week at the 120 conference was being in the room, right? Because there's one thing, and, and listen, for those of you who watch the ET conference online virtually, like, I get it. Like It was a sacrifice for me to leave my wife, leave my son in Georgia and fly to Chicago and uh, you know, go to this conference. So I get it. But being in the room, the sacrifice was because being in the room, I was going to be surrounded with like-minded individuals. I was going to receive content and information that was going to help me set my life to the next level. I am a dreamer. I still am a dreamer. And I'm always talking about dreams. And I'm not talking about like fairy tale dreams. No, I'm talking about goals. I'm talking about like becoming a millionaire and being the first in my family to do that. I'm talking about financial freedom. I'm talking about, you know, having multiple homes in different states, 
where people are like, that's crazy. I want to live. I want to have a home in Florida, a home in Georgia, a home in, um, in, in California, a home internationally. You know what I'm saying? So those dreams are becoming a reality. There, there was a part of my imagination um, that I wrote down, started writing these different goals down. And here's the thing, y'all, I'm going to keep it 100. A lot of times when you're writing down your goals, you're not going to know every single thing, right? It expands over time. You evolve over time. You grow over time. You develop over time. So your dreams are going to get bigger. You know, when I had a dream to graduate from high school, then I was like, okay, cool. Now I'm going to graduate from college. And then I, I accomplished that. Now, along the journey, I've had many failures, right? Many failures. But I continue to push forward and, and, and continue to set and elevate uh, a standard for my life. And now I can look back and say, you know, I've achieved a lot. And many people can see that as well. And I'm sure for you, it's the same thing. But getting in the room, there's a lot of components to that, right? Because you getting it in the room, first, you have to make an investment. <laughs> you can't get in the room for free. Like I invested in the Breathe University. It came with a free general admissions to this conference. Now that gives me access to the room. Okay. Then you have to sacrifice. You got to sacrifice your time from your family. Look, I get on these calls, y'all, at 6 a.m., so every morning when I'm driving to work, I'm on these calls with my family, like people that are all on this one mission, like we're trying to be successful, like every quarter, we have a new goal. Just like I said, my Q1 goal was to start this podcast by April. And guess what, y'all, we 27 episodes in, you know what I mean? Um, so it's a community that helps me become accountable. Now, I get in the room, I'm able to connect with them on another level because now these faces that were on my phone, these faces that were on my screen become, a re, you know, they become visual, like in person. Like I get to meet them in person and their, their spirit, their vibe, like the connection is even better and greater when you're in the room, when you're exposed, when you're, um, you know, learning from one another. So get in the room, make the investment in you because right now you're probably not where you want to be because you haven't made the investment. You're probably not where you want to be because you didn't sacrifice. I get it. It's not easy, y'all. Like you hear all the time, as cliche as it sounds. If it's easy, then everybody would do it. So we know it's not easy. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm recording this episode, sacrificing time for my family coming back from, you know, uh, Chicago, right, working, I had I had a, a class from 8 to 10 p.m. And I'm recording this episode in the evening, because why I want to be able to put out be consistent with the content. Like, I'm gonna just keep it real. I'm gonna keep it 100. Like I almost like made a replay. I got pre recorded episodes, y'all. I just didn't have time to to edit those but I wanted to give you something fresh and something different because I was stretched and I was challenged. You feel me? And not only that, man, one of the things that I got from the weekend as well, um, shout outs to my BU fam uh, and a shout outs to all everybody that's in the audience, man, people that are, uh, you know, listening and who have been listening and supporting this podcast. 
but they were like, yo, Lo, um, man, we want to know more about your story. So if you want to know more about my story, um, you know, give me, shoot out an email, man, lauren.wilder at gmail.com or, uh, you know, write the questions on the, on the YouTube comments. You can write the questions, uh, on, on Apple podcast, Spotify, and I'll try to get to them. But the best way is to send me an email at lauren.wilder at gmail.com. That's L O R E N dot W I L D E R at gmail.com. A lot of people were like, yo, low people need to know how you went from homeless to like this successful, uh, business leader and in, in, in the fortune 200 company. And, and, and to be honest with you, it was, it was me taking a lot of time investing in these books. It was a lot of time investing in relationships, developing relationships with other individuals who were able to help me on this journey, ET become one of my mentors right? For years, been listening to his videos. And I ain't even gonna lie, some things I applied, some things I didn't. But when I started to invest in Breathe University, I started to invest in game changers, I started going to the conferences, things shifted. And I was successful already, professionally, right? As a husband, as a father. And I'm still growing, I'm still developing, I'm trying to be I'm trying to be the best version of myself. And I believe that if you're listening to this podcast, and you're under the sound of my voice, I believe that you too, want to be the best version of yourselves. I believe that you too, have a desire to dream, that you have a desire to want more, that you have a desire to buy a new home, that you have a desire, right? to be the best husband or the best wife to your spouse or your significant other or the best boyfriend or the best girlfriend. You might be in your 20s start, trying to start your own business and you're trying to figure it out and you listen to my man, uh, Thomas Owens, my man T.O., who's a real estate investor, mogul, man, real estate agent, right? Got his own, he's a broker, he's an agent, he's an investor, he's got a daycare. And that episode, something clicked, right? So. That's why I started this platform. That's why I started Desire to Dream, because I have a desire to be successful. Now, let me tell you something about success. When I was younger, I had this dream to be successful. The problem with that dream was that it wasn't definitive enough, right? Like, I just said I wanted to be successful. I didn't know what that looked like. So when it was like the electric company, I'm like, bet, I'm going to go do that. You know, um, when that didn't work out, then I was like, okay, I'm in college. I'm going to go to law school. Boom, that didn't work out. Man, okay, what's next? Success was always on my mind. So it, it drove me for a while. But the problem was, is that I wasn't really, um, I wasn't really like appreciating the successes that I did have. Like, like I shared that story about overcoming the adversity of being homeless, overcoming the challenges I had from graduating both high school and college. But I say it lightly, not realizing like, yo, I'm not really appreciating that buying my home, selling that, buying another home, right? My wife and I being able to accomplish amazing things, getting married, being a husband, being a father, being present. Like my dad wasn't around y'all, you know what I'm saying? Like my dad wasn't in my life. And so for me, it was a challenge, um, to figure out how can I define 
my success. So first thing was first, I needed to go back to that 15 year old kid who was like, yo, I want to be successful and say, Lo, what was it that you actually wanted? Well, I know for, for first, I wanted, I wanted to have my own home because I was homeless. Like that was the first thing, like, yo, I want to own my own crib. Secondly, I wanted to have a career. I've been successful. Like y'all see in the back, if, you, if you're on YouTube, you can see like, I've had a lot of success in my business uh, with the Fortune 200 company. I'm not going to share the name. For those of you that know me personally, you know who I work for. I've had a lot of success um, in my career. Been able to train and help develop others be successful in their careers. So I'm proud of that. I wanted to be a husband. My mom, my mom wasn't married growing up. Shout out to mom Dukes. Uh, she got married later on in life uh, when I was in my thirties, but my mom wasn't married. I wanted to be a husband. My mom didn't own a home. Boom. Okay. What was the next day? I wanted to be a father. My father wasn't around. My dad wasn't around. I wanted to be present in my son's life. That was a desire that I had. But the problem was I didn't have these things written down. And so I didn't feel like I didn't feel like I achieved a lot. And so I was just pushing, pushing for success and real, not realizing that I've had a lot of success along the way. So now I have a vision for what I want. I want to be a multi-million dollar. I want to have um, a multi-million dollar portfolio with investments with businesses, with real estate. I want to be able to leave a legacy for my son and for his kids. I wanted to create freedom so that I can actually enjoy this life and not have to wait until I'm in my 60s, right? So I worked extremely hard and being intentional on what I actually want. And so my suggestion for you all, if you haven't done this yet, and my call to action would be for you to write down your dream. Make it specific, definitive. I'm going to give you five points. And I share this when I'm speaking to kids in middle schools, high schools, and college. I speak it to young professionals, right? My five tips or five principles for you to turn your dream into reality. I utilize the word dream and I break it down in, in acronyms. This, the D stands for destination. Where you want, where you want to go? Who, what do you want to do? What do you, who you want to be when you grow up? Where's your destination? Your destination is your final place where you're going to be satisfied and don't get me wrong, that's going to change, right? Like, I want to go to Dubai. Get to Dubai, I need to figure out, okay, where's the next spot? Okay, Bora Bora, like, let's go. Your destination will change, and that's cool. But where you want to go right now, you got to get there first before you can get to the next spot. Um, so figure out that destination. Destiny is short for destination. So there's a destiny in your life. When the creator, when God created you, he created you in his image, 
in his likeness, but he also created you with destiny, with purpose. And he gave you gifts and he deposited them inside of you. I love what Dr. Miles Monroe says. He says, your future is not ahead of you. Your future is inside of you. I repeat that. Your future is not ahead of you. Your future is inside of you. Our future is inside of us. God deposited that in a gift inside of us. Now, your gift may, may have to take a form of manifestation. It may have to take a form of a development because it may be in a premature state. And that's fine. You need to make sure that your gift and your seed, you plant it in a place where you can nurture it and it can grow. That's why the scripture says your gift will make room for you. So allow that gift to make room for you and your destiny will take place. The R stands for resilient. You have to be resilient. Look, life is going to happen, y'all. Things are going to get tough. Things are going to be hard. Life is not easy. Again, I was homeless. I could have easily been a product of my environment. What did that look like? I could have easily gone into the family business selling drugs, but I'm the top sales performer in my, in this business. Right. And I easily tell cats when I go speak at juvenile detention centers, like, yo, I would have been the top drug dealer in my community, in my state, because that was the mindset that I had. My coach shared it on the podcast a few episodes back. He was like, Lo, the streets would have loved you because I'm loyal and I'm a, I go get it. I go after it y'all. Like I get, I go, like I see something and I go after it. Resilient. Despite the fact that I was homeless, despite the fact that I didn't have a lot of money growing up, grew up poor. I knew that I had to be resilient so that I can be, and I can really make that dream become a reality. And you have to do that too. So no matter what it is that you're going through right now, I'm telling you, you have to be resilient if you want to turn that dream to a reality. The E stands for empower. I activate you now to empower yourself. That's right. Empower yourself. And I want you to really believe that you have everything you need to turn that dream into reality. Again, God has already provided your gifts and your resources. It's already done. So I, I empower you to go after it. Destination, overcoming adversity, being resilient, and then empowerment, giving you the strength to persevere and get through it, right? The A, accountability, y'all. Again, breathe university have accountability partners. Again, the King's Accountability Group. I'm on a call one day a week from cats from California, millionaires, guys who, who got uh, airline companies, uh, guys who um, are real estate millionaires in real estate in California, man, San Francisco, the Bay Area, um, cats doing it in Texas, man. I mean, a, an amazing community. They hold me accountable. Breathe University holds me accountable because I have many different goals. Then I have a mentor or multiple mentors who hold me accountable. 
So, and then I got the number one person that holds me accountable. And that's my wife. <laughs> so shout out to you, babe. And I appreciate you for always holding me accountable and, and allowing me uh, to work in my, in my gift and do the things that I, I want. So shout out to the wife for that. And the M to make this whole thing happen. The M stands for massive action. You have to take massive action. What that looks like is I'm going to get knocked down eight times and I'm going to get up each and every time. Not only that, I'm going to get up with a force as if I won't get knocked down again. I'm going to take massive action. So in the sales world, because I'm in sales, and if I wanted to make 10 contacts, I would have to make 100 phone calls because I'm, I'm leaving a lot of voicemails. I'm getting a lot of people just hanging up on me, right? And it would take, I would have to go through all of these calls so I can get to my 10 contacts that is gonna lead me to a sale. It's gonna lead me to an opportunity. And I would do that daily. People are like, are you crazy? I'm like, no, I'm not crazy. I'm executing at a high level, y'all. So if you want to turn your dream into reality, you have these five core principles, right? That's going to get you there. Destination. You have to be resilient. You have to empower yourself. You have to have somebody to hold you accountable. You have to take massive action. Those are my five core principles. And you're willing to, you're willing to take it. If you, if it could apply to you, man, great. If not, give it to somebody else that you might think that it can empower. Get in the room, y'all. Get in the room. Make sure you make the investment in you. Nobody else is going to do it. Take the sacrifices. Sacrifices the things today that others won't so that you can live the life tomorrow that others don't sacrifice sacrifice by choice and not by force all right so look i wasn't gonna hold you long i wanted to share more um but look i just it just my spirit led me to sharing that with you all and i'm gonna be doing a little bit more of this um just because i really want you all to get to know me as well and so it's your boy man your boy Lo. uh i'm your host I appreciate every single one. Thank you for liking and subscribing to the podcast. Thank you for sharing it with other individuals. And again, if you want to know more or there's other topics or you want me to bring someone back, shoot my email. It's going to be in the description. Um, but that's what you have, folks. I want you all to be blessed. I want you to be inspired. I want you to execute. Dream, believe, execute. So it's your boy, Lo. That's all I got for you. I hope you guys enjoy, man. And definitely look forward to seeing y'all next week. Peace, peace.